Welcome to the Establish Love Podcast. What's up, Warriors? Thank you so much for joining and being here with us. We are so proud that you are taking steps toward healing and wholeness. We believe God is calling women to the arena to grow and trust in Him, the author, creator, and perfecter of our faith. We know that pursuing healing and wholeness isn't an easy path, nor does it always seem clear, but we hope to remind you that He is good and ever so near. Our vision for Established Love is for women healed and whole from sexual, emotional, and physical trauma. We want women to encounter, be transformed, and catapulted from surviving to thriving in life. Thank you again, Warriors, for tuning into the Established Love Soul Sessions. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Sessions. My name is Sherilyn, and I'm so glad that you decided to join us. Over the last couple of weeks, we have been going through a mini-series on identity. Today, we're going to be discussing the I Am statement, Am I Not Chosen? Have you ever experienced a moment or even a season of your life when you felt like you were being left out, like you were not welcomed, and you were not chosen? Have you ever asked yourself any of the following questions? Is this really happening to me? Why wasn't I invited or included? No one ever asked me to join in. Think about it for a moment. Have you ever thought about these things? Have these thoughts ever crossed your mind? I think it's definitely normal, especially living in a society with people, with family, with friends. These kinds of questions are bound to come up, especially when it comes to invitations and a lack of invitation when it comes to events or uh, parties, gatherings, whatever it is. So I want to counter these thoughts and questions that you may be thinking when a situation comes up where you're not invited or you feel like you're being excluded. I think it's so important to evaluate your perception and your reality um, because sometimes we can misunderstand an invitation or a lack of and you we don't want to be quick to jump to conclusions or make our final thoughts on someone or a situation if we didn't actually evaluate what was really happening so here are some mental and emotional checkpoints that I use when evaluating my reality versus my perception um, so the first thing is this did I actually get an invitation or was it just mentioned to me briefly but I didn't really get an invitation This might be a little tricky, so I'm going to explain it to you. Um, I think that sometimes someone can mention something like, hey, I'm going to go to the mall on this day. But they really didn't invite you. They just mentioned it to you that they were going to go to the mall on this particular day. So that's the first thing is evaluating or checking. Like, is this a real invitation? Is it being mentioned to me? So what happens if they said, hey, you want to go to the mall? but they never told you, like, the details. And I can explain a scenario like that a little bit later. So that's important to figure out which one is which. Um, And if it's the previous one, if it's, you know, you were invited and you didn't get the details, um, that's totally okay, too, and I'm going to explain why. I think it's good to first establish a base. What was the initial thing? Um, If you were invited or not, how did I make you feel? When was it mentioned to you? What did you think at the time that it was mentioned to you? Um, Were you excited to go? Maybe not so much excited to go. 
um, think about those questions and hold your answer um, until the next processor that I want to mention. So the next processor is this. How did this make me feel or how does this make me feel? What thoughts are running through your mind? Where are they coming from? I think finding the root of these kinds of thoughts is pivotal to healing and getting through um, this feeling of not being chosen or not being invited or not being included. So think about the answers that you may have got from the first question and apply them here. What is the source of these feelings? Like, is it triggering? Is it bringing back memories of the past where you may have been not included or excluded? I know that's a terrible feeling, like, especially if these people are your friends or your family and you feel like they just, like, they weren't clear or direct um, with you. I think it's essential to also understand the difference between the reality of a situation and your perception or your feelings of a situation. Like I mentioned before, sometimes if we feel like initially they don't really want us to go or we weren't really invited, that can bring up like some old traumas. And then we can now look at this new situation through the lens of our old trauma. And sometimes that can be really dangerous because not everything is always the way it seems. And it's good to look at each new situation with fresh eyes and not um, try to compare it to a, a previous situation or scenario. Now, there are times where, you know, if you're dealing with the same type of people or the same like situation, I think your reaction is the most important thing. Um, you cannot control how other people behave or how they think or what they say to you or they don't say to you. But you can always control how you react um, and how you respond to those people. So I think it's really important to, to separate the reality of things from your perceptions or your feelings from things. Because I think it will help you to have a clearer response, a more direct response, and a less emotional response. So yeah, um, as I mentioned, I think it's essential to, to break down, like process quickly these three things so that you can know... Um, like, is this really happening or is it just in my mind? Um, and if those thoughts of inadequacy or feeling left out are coming up, really trying to figure out where is the source? Like, what is the source coming from? Is it a feeling of abandonment? Is this a feeling of um, uh, insecurity or just not feeling like you're good enough? Um, just remember, like, you are good enough. You are chosen. And I'm going to share some of my favorite verses about those feelings a little bit later. I want to give you an example, a real life example of how I use these three questions to process uh, my thoughts through a situation where I felt like, or maybe I wasn't really invited, but I was, but <laughs> I'm going to explain. So I was talking to a friend one day and she made mention of an event that she was attending. Um, and at first, like when she was talking to me about it, I'm like, oh, that's great. Like, it's great. And she then invites me to go. And initially, I was like, I don't really know. I don't really know if I want to go. I might be busy that day. I may not be busy that day. I'm not quite sure. So she convinced me to go. And I said, okay, fine. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Long story short, time passes. <laughs> she never gave me the details of the day, the time, the location. And truthfully, I never asked her either. Um, so time passed by and I ended up not attending this event. 
So let me walk you through my thought process in this. Initially, I felt a little like, I don't know, a little weird. Like, really? She didn't get back to me? Like, maybe she didn't want me to go? Or maybe she just said it, but she didn't mean to say it. And now because she said it, she had to invite me. All of these thoughts came through my mind, honestly, before I went, I processed it. I processed it. Um, so the first thing I thought was, was I actually invited? That's the first um, question in the thought process. And in this case, yes, I was actually invited. The second one was, how was I feeling? At first, I was feeling pretty neutral, knowing that I really didn't want to go. But as I mentioned before, after a while, I started to feel a little like weird about it because I thought, well, she did mention it to me and why did she not follow up? And the third thing was, what's reality versus my feelings? Um, the reality was that this person invited me and they simply did not follow up. But on the other hand, I did not follow up with them either. Therefore, I missed out on this event. And truthfully, I was somewhat relieved because I knew I kind of really didn't want to go. So in this case, I felt like I kind of knew where I was already, even though I still had that feeling like, well, at least you could have, you know, gave me the details. So in this type of situation, I would recommend one, figure out where you were. Did you really want to go? Did you not? And if you did really want to go, then decide, like, do I want to bring it up to this person? Do I want to initiate a conversation with them and ask them, like, hey, did you forget the details? Or, hey, like, (laughs) is this event still happening? Or you can choose to not say anything. In this case, um, I didn't mention this before, but in this case, it was a a miscommunication. And um, I'm, I'm not sure if they were aware that they didn't share the information or maybe they were aware and they just didn't want to share it. Either way, um, I decided in this point to choose my battle and I decided to not battle this one. I decided not to pursue this conversation because truly I wanted to just maintain my peace and I knew I didn't want to go. And I realized like, you know, it is what it is. And at this point, like this point that I'm about to make, it may be a little hard for some people, but honestly, I have to tell you this. Don't ever go to a place or hang out with people who don't enjoy your company. Or don't surround yourself with people who have to tolerate you. You are special. You are important. You are valuable. You are loved. And most importantly, you are chosen. And you want to surround yourself with people, even if it's one person. You know, like, even if it's two people. You want to surround yourself with people that appreciate you, that value you, and they want to be around you. Do you you understand? Like, you never want to be in a place with people that are just, like, tolerating you or they feel bad for you so therefore they hang out with you that's not healthy that's toxic and I've had friendships like that in the past where people were just there because of what I can do for them or because they just were tolerating me and I feel like that really can attack your self-esteem and and who and your identity and your value so just remember that sometimes it's best to to not be involved in these type of situations to not to go to a place just because you were invited um Someone actually once said to me that it's always nice to be invited, but you are never obligated to actually go. Know your boundaries. Um, I think, you know, you really got to know your boundaries. Know when there's a place or a group of people that you should be hanging out with or you shouldn't. 
Um, and definitely always try to use your better judgment. If your better judgment is telling you stay home, don't go, then don't go. Don't like don't, you know, force yourself to go because someone is pressuring you or they are inviting you or not. I have been in situations where I really didn't want to go to some place or I really didn't want to hang out with some people and I got pressured into going. And needless to say, I was miserable and I wish I would have stayed home and it was like a waste of my time. So really know, like really evaluate um, every situation individually um, and, you know, assess like who's going to be there. Do I want to be around this type of crowd? And if I do and you want to be around that type of crowd and they're great people and the event is awesome, then definitely go. But um, always try to, you know, know the difference between them. Definitely don't force yourself to be in a situation that you don't have to be in or that you don't want to be in. And truthfully, I learned this lesson not too long ago. Um, I don't need to be everywhere and I don't need to do everything. And I don't need to accept every invitation. And I, I truly believe that if God wants me to be at a place or with a certain group of people, then he's going to make a way for me to be there. Um, I don't have to force anything or I don't have to convince someone to invite me. Um, what is for me will always be for me. And um, if God doesn't want you to go, then, you know, definitely don't go. And God knows what's on the other side of whatever that invitation is or those group of people are. Just always use wisdom and discernment and pray, you know, like, should I be here? Should I go there? Should I do this? Should I do that? Um, I think it's so important um, with your walk in, with Christ is really involving prayer in every decision that you make, um, especially when it comes to invitations. But now I just thank God either way, you know, if I'm not invited, good for me. And if I am invited, good for me also. Um, just really thank God that he is uh, in control of everything. Have you ever heard of FOMO? The fear of missing out. I want to change that to freedom over mental overdrive. And I know it sounds like completely off to what the actual word is. But I think sometimes when we have that feeling of fear, when fear creeps in, when we feel like we're not being invited or we feel like we're not chosen, you know, fear can creep in in a form of racing thoughts, in a form of insecurity, whatever it is. I think you have to first stop yourself the moment that your thoughts start racing like it could be this it could be that making up all these scenarios in your head of what the actual answer is it's to stop yourself and speak over your mind like my mind is free from racing thoughts I am free from mental overdrive this fear does not have control over me it's not going to control my thoughts it's not going to control my emotions and again like I mentioned if I was invited that's good for me and if I was not invited that's also good for me because whatever is for me um, will always be mine and what isn't is never meant to be. I'd like to share with you actually two verses that really helped me to grow in this area of feeling unchosen and feeling left out. The first one is in Romans 8.28 and this is in the New King James Version. It says this, And we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God. And to those who are called according to his purpose. The first thing is all things. Not some things. Not one thing. Not a few things. But all things. All things are worked together for our good. The good. The bad. The harsh. 
the hard days, the easier days, the the invited days, the uninvited days. They are all working together in such a way um, that will ultimately bring us to a good place, that will ultimately work good in our lives and good fruit in our lives. So never underestimate the hard days or never dismiss um, difficult situations um, thinking that it will not be fruitful and one day um, you're going to see the fruit of those hard times. And the next one, Ephesians 2.10. Again, I'm reading from the New King James Version. And it says this, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should work in them. Wow, I love this verse. Um, The first thing I want to mention is that we were created for good works. We were created for good things. We do experience tough situations, but remember that we were created um, in Christ Jesus for good works. The next thing that really stands out to me in this verse, where it says, God prepared beforehand. Beforehand. Remember when I mentioned before that whatever is for you is for you, and whatever is not for you will never be? Well, there you go. God himself prepares things, places, events for us. Like Up, to, up until this point of your life, God has orchestrated everything out um, for you to get to the point where you are now. Even if you're in the valley now know that the valley will still bring you to the mountaintop do you you understand or the hill it will still bring you to the hill every season whether good or bad like I mentioned before it's worth it and God is working it out for good so remember that God prepares everything beforehand and who wants things that God has not prepared I know I don't I want to be I want to have, I want to do the things that God has already prepared for me. Knowing who I am, knowing my character, knowing my strengths and my weaknesses, God prepares certain things for us. And we always want to be in alignment with the will of God. Don't ever feel like, well, I wasn't invited. That's totally okay. You know, if you were not invited to a place, maybe God um, didn't want you to go. And, and by that, and I mean that in a good way, not in like God wants to exclude you, not at all. But like we mentioned before, that God works all things for good. So even when you were not invited to a place, know that it was ultimately, you will see one day that it was for your good. Next part of this verse says um, that we should walk in them. Wow. No one else can walk in the space that God has prepared for you specifically, especially. The good things that God has made for you, he has already prepared. You just have to walk. And them, you just have to get there. You know, the the slowest uh, form of transportation is walking, but I feel like it's the most efficient, especially when it comes to our walk in Christ. Because um, if you're driving in a car, sometimes you go past places that you don't even notice because you're so like set on your GPS or you're so set with getting to your destination that you miss the small things on the side of the road. And I feel like sometimes. Um, we just want to get to a place without being processed, without going through that journey. So walking, I believe, is the most effective when it comes to growing in your character, growing who you are in Christ, and growing as a human being. Like, you know, we walk. Walking it out <laughs> is essential. So it is my hope that today you remember these few verses that I share with you. Um, that if you're excluded or you're feeling excluded, no. Um, 
that you are chosen by God, you are created for good works, and even when the hard seasons come, know that God is working those out for your good. We're less than a week away from our first ever women's conference, the Beautiful Exchange. I'm so excited. I know our team is super thrilled. It's going to be this Saturday, October 9th. The doors open at 9 a.m. We're going to be in Edison, New Jersey. Um, if you want to learn more about the conference or register, today's the last day, by the way, to register. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at est.loveNYC to learn more. Until next time, Warriors. Thanks for listening in. We hope you're leaving encouraged and inspired. Until next time, Warriors. <laughs>